Blanco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it grows. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. much it's episode number 34 that was very creepy <laughs> the creepiness means that it's episode 34 and yes. that's danny danko i'm mike hughes welcome yes. everybody free weed thank you also to dj jacques and winstrong for the title tune episode number 34 check them out on soundcloud tell them you heard them first on free weed they will be psyched about that absolutely yeah we love our theme song so thanks a lot for that guys 34 episodes thank you so much for sticking with us yeah. Well, you know, Dan and I have a bit of a New Year's resolution. Uh, so far this year, we've done two pre-recorded live shows from Amsterdam. But what we're going to try and do now when we're in the studio is go through the shows without starting and stopping. So at first, you're probably going to have to put up with a little bit of our bumbling and uh, you know mispronounced words <laughs> and stuff like that. But eventually, it's going to get really, really tight and accurate and all of that wonderfulness. Yeah. So, yeah. We have an exciting show in store. Uh, we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Cannabis Cup coming up February 16th and 17th. We're going to talk about uh, the High Times Advertising Network, which is uh, an online way that you can serve ads on your website. If you have a blog or a website uh, that's cannabis-related, you can serve ads. Now, I, I was against that 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 segment, but Dan assures me that it is thrilling. Yeah, so I mean, if it if turns you, you off to hear that, just stick around. Dan says it's it's a wonderful thing to have. It's interesting. You can buy ads. You can sell ads. And, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff. Our interview uh, harkens back to episode one uh, when we first just started. And it is Mr. Kyle Cushman who has an exciting new website that he's launching and uh, a bunch and some new nutrients, too, that, that will be coming out. So, a yeah, friend of the show, yeah. Veganics founder, Kyle Cushman. Uh, very one cool. Of my, one yeah. of my mentors. So very excited to have him on again. Um, we're going to do our cultivation segment we're going to talk about uh, the Lucas formula, which is a very simple way uh, to grow cannabis uh, with very minimal uh, nutrient profile and easy to flush. So we're going to talk about that. We'll do our, uh, our strain of the week uh, as usual, and we'll take questions from the listeners. From you, the yeah. listeners. The listeners. Let's take a little break. It's all about the listeners. It is all about the listeners. Yeah, and at the end, we'll wrap it up with Raw. We will. But right now, we're going to take a little break. We'll come right back and, uh, and get things started. Episode 34. Yes, Earl Campbell. All right, and welcome back. Episode 34. Uh, we got some cool stuff on the horizon right now. Yeah, very cool stuff. We're all we're currently preparing to fly to Los Angeles for the the second LA Medical Cannabis Cup. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. We've got uh, our old friend Redman is performing uh, the game. The and, game, yeah. yeah, the game. Who's been on the cover? Redman also has been on the cover of the magazine. So mm -hmm. um, they're performing at uh, the big homegrown party on Saturday. Yeah, uh, that, that's Saturday, February 16th, uh, mm -hmm. but the event is the 16th and 17th, so go online and get your tickets, medcancup.com. You don't want to miss this. It was huge last year. It's going to be bigger this year. 
Dan's excited. Hell yeah. We're going to do a little live free weed, right? We are. I have a, a, a seminar on Saturday at 3 p.m. It was originally scheduled for 5, but uh, was switched to 3 p.m. We've got uh, Swerve, Kyle Cushman, DJ Short, and uh, Rick Frommer, who's the buyer from Harborside. So that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid panel right there, i got to say. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, and we have Kyle coming up in this episode, so that's a lot of Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Well, um, yeah, and, so that's oh, very... I should mention also, yeah. if people are buying tickets, uh, we have a promo code, free weed, uh, all one word. If you put in that promo code, you get 15% off your tickets. So, yeah, uh, yeah and we've gotten a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of sales with that, so that's pretty cool. I'm really glad people are... Uh, it's good. It's good to get 15% off, and it also shows uh, the higher-ups here that the free weed army is out there yeah. and is, uh, is, is participating in our events, so that's great. And speaking of the free weed army, if people come up to me and mention uh, that they listen to the show, I'm going to be giving out free stickers for as long as they last. I've got uh, the new batch of free weed stickers. So. Yeah, we're thinking of doing T-shirts for the next cup, but right now the stickers are very cool, so come say hi to Dan and, yeah. uh, and check that out. And uh, just one more little bit of housekeeping to introduce here. Um, our podcasting network continues to grow. Of course, Free Weed is our flagship show. We've been doing this for a year and a half, and uh, you know, both Dan and I really enjoy it. Of course, uh, Jen's Music Stash is our uh, other original show, and that talks about music and entertainment. And yeah. uh, just recently introduced, there is a new podcast called The High Times News Hit. So if you want uh, very short, digestible news blurbs about the pot world, you could check that out daily on HighTimes.com slash NewsHit, which also could be read New Shit. New Shit. So it's really <laughs> dealer's choice, but yeah, yeah, so, so check that's that cool. out. Covering Dan was news. actually on one. Dan mm-hmm. helped me out with that, um, yep. so that was exciting. Yeah, also, we're covering news, we're covering music, and we're covering cultivation, which is... Our base uh, is covered. Yeah, yeah, pretty rad. All right, well, I- I'm pretty excited about uh, this. We have our director of technology, very good man, Craig Coffey, and he is in the studio with us right now. He's going to talk to Dan and all of you about the High Times Ad Network. Welcome, Craig. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? What's up, Craig? I'm, I'm excited about this ad network. We've been using it uh, to advertise my book and, and uh, you know, Nico's DVDs. And it, it, Tell me a little bit about it. I mean, I guess it's an alternative to Google Ads. For yeah, people. I mean, like, uh, you know, we're not alone in this. I'm sure a lot of people listening who have products to advertise and businesses that they want to advertise are experiencing the same thing. Uh, Google doesn't love us potheads, unfortunately. Um, so we decided to make an ad network to do exactly what they do for us potheads. And there, there we have it. That's That's it. So if somebody has a blog or, or a website or, or they're selling uh, you know, pipes or, or grow equipment, they can purchase ads on the network. Exactly, yeah. And also if they have websites, they can serve ads for the network. That's right. There's two halves to this this whole system. Um, there's the publishers and there's the advertisers. And if you have a website and you want to run ads for us and you want to make a little bit of money for your website, you would be a publisher. And basically you would sign up and get a little bit of code from our site put it on your site and your site will be serving ads for us and you get paid every time somebody clicks on one of those ads. And then the other half of the program is uh, if you have a product that you want to advertise, you can buy ads on the network. That would make you an advertiser, obviously. Um, you pay per click and every time you buy ad space on the network, the ads that you put on it will basically be seen on about 50 different websites right now and growing all the time. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got Normal as part of that network, uh, Celeb Stoner, our friend Steve Bloom. Yeah, Hail Mary Jane, Hail Mary 420.com, Jane, Miss High Times, HighTimes.com, uh, Stuff Stoners Like. There's a bunch of websites that are, are messing with our code right now. Just a, a point of reference, I know it's fairly recent that Dan has started advertising, but but what's the response been like? Have people it's, been really checking this stuff out? Yeah, I mean, we've had over 100 clicks uh, in just a, a, a few days, basically, of advertising and you can actually pick and choose how much you want to pay for clicks um, yeah how, it's, it's got a lot of control built into it for the small budget advertiser so if you're a new guy starting out uh, here's a really great way that you could start to advertise your company for ten twenty dollars a month I mean you could spend as much as a thousand a month or more if you wanted but you can get in the door and start advertising for as little as ten dollars that's really cool That's great. and how would somebody get involved with something like that uh, the entry point for all this would be on hightimesnetwork.com hightimesnetwork.com and uh, and that's where they can find out information on on becoming a publisher or uh, or or buying ads themselves that's right yeah that's really cool well uh, I know that Google has been kicking people off for mentions of cannabis and marijuana so um, I'm glad that there's an alternative I'm glad we're we're behind it and uh, Ah. Yeah, uh, for potheads by potheads. Uh, that's pretty exciting. That the ad network. Yeah, Thanks, uh, for yeah. And if you're out there listening to us, Google, we're coming for you. Watch it, we're coming, bro. <laughs> and uh, sure yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. People can can uh, also like you don't have to be a computer a computer genius to figure this out. It's all pretty straightforward. I mean, I, Dan, how I long did it, it take you to set up your account? Like, yeah, just a few minutes. And uh, you know, I, we now you can make banner ads and you can make all different sized uh, ads. You you can have just the text ad as well. Uh, and it's really interesting to go in the, the the back end there and and look at which ads are are working how well or um, where they're effective and you know you can sort of tweak you them. know where where there's effective is another good point I wanted to bring up um, this system allows you to geo target ads so if you're for example a uh, dispensary in California and you don't want to waste all your money on ads showing up for people in New Jersey and stuff like that you can make it so your ads only show up in the locale where you want people to see them. That's great, and I mean, there's keywords that you can uh, you can establish for if people are searching for a certain word, seeds or or grow or right. whatever the, that the might specific be. targeting is very impressive with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, really thank, cool. thanks so much, Craig, for coming on and talking about that. Now, the thing about Craig is not only does he know the IT stuff here, but he's also uh, he knows a lot about cultivation. So, what we're going to do, if it's okay with you is uh, bring you back on in a little bit to talk about the Lucas formula with Danko. Yeah, absolutely. Lucas formula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So, uh, all right. Well, thank you, Craig. And we'll have you back shortly. And now it's time uh, for us to take a quick little break. We'll be back with Mr. Kyle Cushman. All right, we are back, and we are with Mr. Kyle Cushman, whom uh, many of you guys will remember from our first episode ever, episode number one. Yeah, way back when. Yeah, and uh, as well as several other uh, appearances on live panels uh, on Free Weed. So uh, an old friend of the show and an, and an old friend of my, my own. Um, for the benefit of those that haven't heard you on past shows, I uh, just want to express to you uh, what an enormous role that you played in me being who I am now. So uh, thank you very much, Mr. Kyle Cushman. Oh, 
Thank you so much, Danny. That's uh, that's very, very nice of you, man. Um, you know, uh, but I'd like to say that, uh, man, you're doing a heck of a job there at the magazine, being uh, a wonderful emissary of cannabis across the world, and uh, I'm just glad you guys haven't forgotten me. <laughs> well, we certainly haven't, and uh, um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is that you have some really exciting things happening uh, in the very near future, uh, one of which is that you'll be at the L.A. Cannabis Cup on February 16th and 17th, and you'll be on a panel there uh, with me on that Saturday. And what else uh, What else is going on with you there? Oh, man. I, for the very first time, um, we're, uh, we're going to have our own booth there. And we, me and my partners, uh, are launching KyleCushman.com. Wow. Um, a informative, educational, uh, interactive cannabis website. Cool. And that'll be a place uh, where people can literally interact with you, uh, ask their grow questions, um, find out what, what might be going wrong with their gardens and stuff? Yeah, you know, I mean, for a lot of years I've been doing... Uh, the online stuff with medicalmarijuana.com and answering questions on Facebook and Twitter and things like that. So I'm finally just uh, putting it all in one place and I'm going to be doing product reviews and um, I've even brought in some of the old, uh, a few of the old High Times writers that used to write for me back when I did the cultivation department. Cool. Um, and uh, we're going to do, be doing live chats and there is a... Uh, uh, a place for people to leave questions, and yeah, we're gonna do all that good stuff. Cool. I'm sure there'll probably be some pretty, uh, pretty amazing photos as well for people to look at and drool over. Definitely. Yep. A photo album. Nice. And we're gonna be encouraging people to um, to send in pictures and uh, questions and stories, and so it's gonna be very interactive. And um, and then later on. Uh, as we get into springtime, we're going to be launching my veganic line of nutrients, uh, uh, Pure Life Veganics, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Uh, tell tell us a little bit. I know we've spoken about it a little before, but for people who might not be familiar, um, what is veganic gr cannabis growing? Veganics is it's simple. Uh, everybody's heard of organics. This is veganics in the sense of cultivating plants. So it's really a term that's um, short for vegan organic. So all the products used are organic and natural, but we just eliminate all of the animal products, products so that we lessen the chance of any um, contamination from uh, slaughterhouse products and um, you know nasty diseases like E. coli and salmonella and all those things. That, end up in our food supply somehow, well, we're cutting it out of the whole cultivation process. So uh, examples of that would probably be like uh, bat guano and uh, of what would be the, the organic product that's not veganic, um, bone meal, blood meal, um, those type of things, right? Exactly. No, no feces, no slaughterhouse products. It's all, all the nutrition is derived from fermented plant products. Right. No, li no liquid and fish. Solubles like that. Um, seaweed is an integral part, um, and then of course naturally mined minerals to round everything out. Yeah, and 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 even with veganics, uh, 
you really, it seems like you don't uh, really advise people to use a lot of nutrients at any one time. Um, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that. With the v, uh, I'm not sure if you're trying to get at the fact that the, the veganic nutrient line I'm developing is only several products as opposed to all the big the lines of nutrients that ask you to buy six, eight, ten different products? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I mean, you've basically simplified the process uh, with these products and created something um, that's easy to use, but not also not complicated in in being, being a bunch of different things that you have to feed to your plants all at one particular time. Or, or, or well, well, what I did was I got tired of, you know, over the years, uh, with high times, before high times, you know, and, and since, I got tired of blending all these different products, finding that any one nutrient line was never really, would never really do the whole job. You either had to buy CalMag or you had to buy humic acid or fulvic acid or, um, you know, seaweed or vitamins. And so basically what I did, I found an organic chemist who's an absolute genius, and we combined all of these elements together into three bottles. And in those three bottles, you have a complete fertilizer that is supercharged, and all you have to do is add some microbe tea. And for that, we're launching a, another new product called OGT Special Soft, <laughs> and they'll be at the booth as well, giving out free samples. And so between those two products, um, you're pretty much good to go. Cool, and that takes you through the vegetative stage and the flowering stage? Yes. Uh, the nutrients has a grow, a bloom, and a boost, which you use in various combinations throughout the grow, the veg and the bloom cycle. And the all-in-one tea, uh, you don't even have to mix in carbohydrates anymore. It's got the dehydrated molasses and several other microbe food sources already all built in. And all you do is add one to two tablespoons per gallon of water and bubble it for four to 12 hours, and you've got this really rich microbe tea. And I water with that every watering, and um, I'm having really, really great results. In fact, we're going to be entering several of the products that we grew, several of the, the, the medicinal cannabis <laughs> that we grew, using these nutrients in the cup this year and see if we can't come home with uh, a couple more wins. Nice, nice. And that's through Buds and Roses Collective? Yes, Buds and Roses LA. Yeah, mm, and Buds and Roses did very well in last year's Cup. <laughs> yeah, they did great last uh, year. Any, it's, Buds and Roses LA is currently the only place where you can find any uh, Cushman Veganics medicine or, um, or uh, we're now offering some of my genetics as well in seed and clone form. Clone form. Oh, nice. Very nice. Cool, uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about those strains, then. Well, we've got, a, we've got a variation on the Jurassic Haze that I'm calling Cherry Haze, and that's a Cherry Lopez Jurassic Haze Cross, which is just an incredible, flavorful, uh, high-yielding sativa. And then we have a Cherry Dream, which is a, uh, a cross of the Cherry Lopez and the, uh, excuse me, the strawberry choke, which is, amazingly enough, it's an indica dominant, 
um, but it still smells and has a lot of the flavors of the strawberry cough, but it's, it's more of a, an indica dominant. So I've got one of each out there, an indica dominant and a sativa dominant. Cool, cool. And uh, basically, your name uh, always comes up with the strawberry cough, uh, the, the Kyle Cushman strawberry cough. It's sometimes referred to online. So um, maybe you could tell me a little bit about the history of that strain. Well, the strawberry cough is something that uh, the world has given me credit for. Um, I don't know that I deserve that credit. I didn't make the strain, but I did kind of discover it in, in the woods of Connecticut um, by a, uh, an amateur grower who made a cross of strawberry fields and I believe an original Neville's haze. And he, he offered me a clone, which I brought back to New York City, and I proceeded to share freely with everybody, and it just took off. Um, the only thing that keeps it uh, from being even more popular is it's a little tricky to grow. It's very finicky. And in fact, I'm growing it for the first time right now in about two or three years. And uh, the reason is is because it sounds kind of weird, but anytime that I grow her in, a, uh, in an environment with other strains, she doesn't do very well. She seems to be a very finicky female who likes to get all the attention for herself. <laughs> So I had to wait until I could devote my whole room, my whole 15 plants, and uh, and now I'm doing the strawberry cough again. Cool, cool. It's got such a unique uh, scent and a unique flavor. I, I you know, uh, as a longtime fan of that strain, I'm I'm glad to see you're growing it again because not many people get the kind of results that you get uh, using the nutrients that you're talking about. So that's pretty cool. And are you able to use like prototypes for your line right now oh i've been growing exclusively with with these nutrients for almost two years now wow. and we're on the fourth version uh which is going to be the final version and we're testing that out in several different um environments right now so that we can get down the you know get as much experience down on the feeding schedule so we can advise for all the possible scenarios that could be out there. So as soon as that's done, uh, the nutrient will be out and everybody will be able to grow super high quality veganic meds with uh, very little effort. Wow, that's great. And that'll be available uh, nationwide? It's going to be available everywhere. Nice. Oh, and, that's really cool. Um, uh, we're probably going to be distributing it on our own. Um, and uh, so... If you have a grow store or things like that, you can uh, send some information to info at kylecushman.com, and we'll be sure to make sure that you uh, get into our distribution list. Cool, cool. Well, that's interesting. I know that's been a long, a long time dream of yours, so congratulations on that. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about concentrates with you. Um, I know that you're not a big fan of the BHO, the butane hash oils, right? No, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't want to be the old man telling the kids to get out, stay out of their yard or anything, but uh, I just kind of want to err on the side of caution, um, you know, until we, uh, you know, a lot, in, in this culture, which I definitely consider this a culture, we are a culture of people, and we tend to digest a lot of anecdotal evidence. 
And until the, there is more evidence about both the handheld vaporizers, which I don't really approve of because they all have plastic parts in them, mm -hmm. and everybody says, oh, the plastic is only in the mouthpiece, but you know, plastic, as you run hot smoke over it, it break, begins to break down over time. And, and the concentrates, you know, being made with uh, hazardous and toxic chemicals and such, I'd really just rather wait until, you know, there's some scientific empirical data as to what the effects of these things are because I just enjoy um, good old-fashioned water hash mm -hmm. and, and really, really clean, pure flowers. Um, now, what about like a dry sieve kind of hash? Is that something you like? Oh, you know that. Keith <laughs> is my favorite. I call that smoke of the gods. <laughs> Keith, Keith is just... The most, uh, it, it's completely unadulterated. It, it, it is really easy to make. You know, you can just keep some, some leaf shake in your freezer, and then when the time becomes necessary, you can just take it out and run it over a, a silk screen really quick, and in about five minutes, you can make yourself a night or a day or a week's worth of, of keef. Yeah. Put and, it back uh... in the freezer and run it again the next time. Um, <laughs> I really, I really love Keith. Nice, nice. Um, um, now, with with the ice water extraction, what what's your uh, recommended way to to dry that product out once uh, once you've collected it from the bags? Um, what what would you recommend as a way to dry dry that out? Well, um, there's really two ways that I that 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 I like to do it. The the old way that I would do it would be to First off, you don't ever press water hash because if you press it, you're going to uh, burst some of the trichome, trichome heads and or stalks, and you're going to allow some of the essential oils to, to be volatized, to evaporate in the air. So basically, you just take the goopy, wet material and uh, put it out onto, through a screen, you can actually allow some of the moisture to be drawn out with paper towels, but you don't actually want to press it. And I call this, you know, um, it's kind of like pure virgin unadulterated hash. And, and then what you do is you lay it out on a plate and you chop it. And you chop it with a, uh, I'd use a, uh, a business card or a, a credit card and just chop it up into little pieces, uh, uh, or a, uh, a razor blade would work really well, um, and just chop it up into little tiny pebbles or granules. And then once a day, I would take that card and slide it underneath and flip it over and kind of chop it up again. And you can do that for three to five days, and then uh, you'll have a bunch of sand. It'll look almost like granules of sand. And I really like that because it's easy to scoop up a little amount, put it on a bowl, or scoop up a little bit and sprinkle it into a joint. It makes it really, really easy to, to, to not overuse it, to, to, to use too much at one time. But my new favorite way is, is simply an evaporation technique. And if you've gone online and you've seen any of my photos on Facebook of these moon pie looking things, well, basically what I do is you have your pile of wet material and you've cleaned it all out of the bag. Well, then what I do is I take a dinner plate and I put the material back into the middle of the dinner plate. And I'll add some fresh, clean water, like the water that you use to make the hash. 
back into it and kind of stir it around a little bit with a with a, a utensil until it liquefies again. And then you, it'll just evenly spread out over the plate. And then kind of like the way they make sea salt, you just let the water evaporate. And as the water evaporates, a very thin film of the hash begins to appear on the plate. The trick to this is, if you wait too long, it's going to stick to the plate and it's going to end up like concrete. If you do it too soon and you try to scrape the, the hash pie off the plate, it won't pull up. And if you do it just right, it's just like fruit leather. You get a little uh, a knife underneath it and you scoop up the edge and you can just tear it very ever so gently up off the plate and you have this beautiful thin piece of hashish that you can roll up in some plastic wrap just like fruit leather. <laughs> tear off little pieces, make them into, into hash snakes. That's what I really like. But they, and, they, and then you've got to let those dry for about a good five, five to seven days. You always want to dry your hash good. Yeah, of course, right? You know, nothing worse than moldy, moldy hash. Yeah, I, re- I remember you uh, discussing that that technique at one of our uh, our cups at a, uh, a seminar, and the people in the audience were just riveted by it. I, yeah. You could hear a pin drop in the audience. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's talk. I really, it's really, it's really impressive the way you can uh, you can have that piece of hash all in one piece. And it looks so super thin like you've pressed it, but it's completely unadulterated. It's just super yummy. Nice. Excellent. That's, uh, that sounds delicious. Let's talk, uh, briefly, mm-hmm. let's talk briefly about pest control because you've gone through all the trouble to grow your, your buds organi- uh, veganically. I'm sorry. And uh, mm-hmm. what, what's, what are, what's a veganic, uh, you know, let's say you, you found uh, signs of a spider mite infestation or something like that. What's a veganic way of uh, pest control? You know, you might be putting me on the spot here a little bit. <laughs> my, my pest control is prevention. Right. I really, I really honestly don't even know of a, a real effective way to get rid of a spider mite infestation, uh, you know, uh, without using chemicals once you've gotten one. Mm-hmm. Um, I can suggest early on you can use... Um, a really good product is Thripex, and you get that from an agricultural supply whose name is just, oh, it's Kopfer, K-O-P-F-E-R, Koper Biologicals. And they sell a product called Thripex, which are predatory mites. And they're pretty voracious. Um, and that's good if you catch it real early. Um, otherwise, I'm real big on using uh, azosol in the soil, which is a neem derivative. And uh, I still like to use neem on the leaves because the plants really like it. And if you, if you have a, a very good regimented integrated pest control where you spray every third day or at least twice a week through mid-flowering, there's a really, really low chance that you're going to have any kind of not only bug but any kind of a mold living on on your plants uh the the neem is very very effective when applied in a regimen 
Cool. Well, uh, I think we're just about running out of time, but I will be seeing you in Los Angeles uh, February 16th and 17th at the High Times Medical Cannabis Cup. And uh, very excited for your launch of KyleCushman.com. We're going to be doing some stuff together over there. Um, we'll be doing a live free weed episode as the uh, as my seminar with you and uh, DJ Short and Swerve and Rick Frommer. And that's going to be exciting. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I guess give your uh, give your shout outs if you can and ways people can uh, can get in touch with you. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. I'm really excited. I can't wait. Uh, this is going to be an awesome event in L.A. Everybody come down and visit the Kyle Cushman booth slash OGT slash Buds and Roses slash Banff Extractions. That's right. We have a super booth. And uh, we're all teaming up together to bring you really exciting products and, um, and uh, medicines. Um, if you, anybody feels so inclined, please uh, send an email to info at kylecushman.com. We're not launched yet, so there's just a, a splash page. But you know you can find me on Facebook and on Twitter, KyleCushman420. Um, and just come on out. I hope this is uh, one of the biggest uh, cannabis rally slash parties that, that this country can see you know it's certainly shaping up that way but yeah yeah, both uh both dan and i look forward to being out there and seeing you out there and yeah so yeah that's going to be really exciting we are we're amped for that and uh and so we'll see you soon thank you very much yeah thanks super psyched can't wait to see the old fam and uh yeah man let's hope we get some sunshine yeah man thank you for everything you do to help free the weed Thank you, Danny Danko. And take care, Mike. <laughs> All right. Take care, Kyle. All right, take care. No, that was great. Uh, thanks so much to Kyle for coming on the show. And uh, we're going to take a quick little break, but stick around. We have a great cultivation segment coming up, so uh, be sure to check that out. Yeah. Good idea. Hey, you guys, here's the deal. You can build a whole room into a grow room or you can convert a closet into a grow room or you can purchase a grow box, which is a grow room all built together. You don't have to worry about the electric. You don't have to worry about uh, how you're going to clean the air. You don't have to worry about the timing of the pumps or the lights or anything. BC Northern Lights makes these grow boxes. You can call them up at 888-236-1266 or go to bcnorthernlights.com. For a limited time, if you mention free weed, they're actually going to give you $100 uh, in shipping costs. And these things are big. They roll around on wheels, okay? You can put it in your carport or garage. You can put it in a... It's weird you went right to carport (laughs) as opposed to garage. You can put it in a spare room. You can roll it around to wherever you need it to be. It fits right through... Uh, any kind of standard door. With now, how much weed uh, could you expect to harvest out of something like this? You know, it really depends on uh, you know how good you grow, but there's no reason why you shouldn't be getting uh, a quarter pound to a pound out of uh, almost any one of these machines. That's pretty good. And the producer, you could be getting two pounds plus out of that thing on a regular basis. Everything's automated, touch screen stuff. You don't have to worry about anything. Tell them Free Weed sent you. You get free nutrients too for a year. Maybe six months. I'm not sure. One of those. They make them right there in Vancouver, Canada, 
I've seen the factory. You can check them out on YouTube. You can see them being built. They're rad. BCNorthernLights.com, 888-236-1266. All right, welcome back. Uh, what do we what do we do now, Mike? We do the uh, strain of the week. Yeah, let, let's hop into the cultivation segment and start with the strain of the week. Oh, this is a great one. It is the Deadhead OG from the Cali Connection, also sponsors of that big party. Um, yeah, Swerve is throwing a, the homegrown party, I believe it is, with Red Man in the game. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be smoking some Deadhead OG at that time. That's the um, one of my favorite cushions. And let's see here. Kush strains of varying degrees of pedigree are flooding the market these days, but few have the long-lasting power of the real deal OG. One version that certainly doesn't fall into the watered-down category is the Deadhead OG from the Cali Connection. Breeder Swerve sprinkled his male San Fernando Valley OG Kush pollen onto a female Chemdog 91 cut to produce seeds of the finest order. Crack open a greasy nugget of Deadhead OG and an intense lemon and fuel odor emanates throughout the room. Fire it up and marvel at the accompanying buzz felt in the head and the body for several hours, both introspective and giggly. The yields are quite reasonable for a relatively short flowering time. So uh, let me go over that lineage again. Yeah, I was about to say, if there's ever been any doubt that Danko cannot read, I think that pretty much uh, cleared <laughs> that up. <laughs> so it's the, the female... Uh, is the Chem 91, a.k.a. the Skunk VA cut, and uh, that was crossed with the male San Fernando Valley OG Kush F4. Um, strain has a flowering time of about 56 days, which is very reasonable. And, uh, yeah, the Deadhead OG. It's, uh, you know, a lot of the Kushes are really heavy indica um, highs, and I, I like that the Deadhead it has that cerebral quality as well. So... I like the name, so deadhead. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are a deadhead. Yeah, so you got to go check that out. Uh, you can get more information at the caliconnection.co.uk. Yeah. So make sure you go and check that out. And there's a bunch of other great strains there, too, like the Tahoe OG. Yes. Girl Scout Cookies. Oh, yeah. I think he's debuting the Girl Scout Cookies uh, seeds at the event as well. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That's going to be a popular thing i believe so yeah <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, a lot of controversy about the girl scout cookies and the origins and the lineage and all that but uh, swerve has a version in seed form that will be available at the medical cannabis cup in los angeles and he's throwing that big party so yeah. that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah so it, it's gonna be great seeing swerve out there i'm glad he's doing the free weed uh the live free weed from la so that's our strain of the week. Uh, why don't we jump into the cultivation tip and bring uh, Craig Coffee back on? Absolutely. Um, Thanks for sticking around, Craig. Appreciate it. I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk to you about something called the Lucas formula. This is a, uh, a nutrient profile, a nutrient formula that you can use to feed your plants. Very different from what we talked about with Kyle, the veganics and the organics. This... Uh, is more of a less is more kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, this is like a complete opposite direction from the organic, hippy-dippy way of feeding. You know that there's anything wrong with that, but this is a stripped-down, chemical-based feeding solution. 
and it works, believe me, especially with like the Kush strains. For some reason, I think it really plays with the genetics and make the Kush flavor in a really good way. Nice, nice. And in order to understand um, how these nutrients are working, you have to understand your nutrient uptake profile. Yeah, I mean, the, the Lucas formula, from what I understand, is based on the original research that Mel Frank did. And like what he did is make a uh, solution with a known parts per million of five or six different nutrients and then feed plants with it in a ebb and flow system and then reanalyze the leftover water after that's done to see exactly what the plants took out of the nutrient solution. So once you have that information, you can tailor a feeding regimen that only has what the plant can uptake in it and not anything excess. So you're really scaling back your parts per million in a great deal. As a matter of fact, you buy general hydroponics, they come in A and B and micro, and you don't even buy the A. It's all B and micro. And the ratios you use those pretty much make up everything the plant needs. So it's interesting so, though. You you mentioned the Lucas formula to the wrong person, and and it's controversial, right? I mean, uh, I wouldn't say it's controversial, but like it's not organic. It's not organic at all. In but, fact, part of the thing is you use hydrogen peroxide in in the in the reservoir, which kills anything or organic or bi or macrobiotic or biotic in the in the nutrient solution to begin with. You know, you create oxygen for the roots by killing all that organic crap. With hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> so uh, l let's just uh, take, for example, I, I think most people who use Lucas Formula use the General Hydroponics Flora line. That's, uh, um, you know, the famous three part that they have. It's green is the grow, uh, pink is the bloom, and the micro is kind of brownish. Right. Um, There's lots of information online on how to properly mix the, the Lucas Formula using that particular product. Mm -hmm. But one of the cool things about the Lucas Formula, if you do your research online, you can make a Lucas formula ratio mix from any nutrient line as long as you know what's in the nutrients you're starting with. So there's a formula that you could plug in from the label of whatever nutrients you're using to make a quote-unquote Lucas formula mixture out of it. Cool, cool. Well, um, from this article in our Hydro Report, uh, basically, you, you don't even have to buy the grow. You just buy the micro and the bloom, and uh, when you're in the vegetative stage, you use... Uh, five milliliters of micro and ten milliliters of bloom per gallon. Right. And when you're in the flowering stage, you use eight milliliters of micro and sixteen milliliters of bloom per gallon. And uh, then you know you take about the last ten days to flush, um, which you need to do with organic nutrients or uh, chemical nutrients. Uh, and bear in mind, the whole time you're using the Lucas formula, you're feeding at very low ppm. So the flushing on a Lucas formula grow is, you know, you still want to do it, but it's not a critical step in the way that it is when you're using, like, the crazy mixing tables that they put in the back of advanced nutrients packages and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Most nutrient companies are trying to sell you more nutrients so that you'll run out and you'll buy more, and that's how yeah. a lot of people end up with uh, burnt tips. Yeah, I mean, even GH, which is a great product, um, they really don't need to make the Part A. If you look at what's in Part B and what's in Micro, Everything that's in Part A is either in Part B or, part, or in the micro, so you can make a, a final nutrient solution that has everything that you would have gotten from Part A just by properly mixing B and micro together. Right, because there is enough nitrogen uh, available. Part for... A could, uh, you know, this is my opinion, Part A is kind of a marketing scam. <laughs> cool, cool. And you also, uh, you recommend 15 milliliters of 3% hydrogen peroxide for every gallon uh, of water that you put into the reservoir. Now, well. if you're using the Lucas formula in a soil type of environment, you probably wouldn't want to do that. Uh, my experience with it, uh, the people I know who do this, uh, generally do ebb and flow in rock wool. And mm -hmm. 
uh, hydrogen peroxide is going to create a completely sterile medium. So if you put it in soil, you're going to have trouble. It's going to do things to the soil that you probably don't want to do. But rock wool, you don't want to have any unknown uh, biological agents in there. And the hydrogen peroxide will take care of that. And in the process of taking care of it, it takes it makes oxygen in the root zone. Wow. Cool. Well, well, I'm sure the roots are nice and white as well, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, that's one of the cool things I think about the nutrient, uh, the Lucas formula is uh, that it works so well with hydroponics. Um, it's very difficult to uh, clog your pumps or any of your sprayers uh, when you're just using uh, this small amount of chemical nutrients. Yeah, and it, it's a budget solution too, because uh, you just buy so much less product and use so much less. Um, I mean, I've seen guys running 50-gallon reservoirs go through a full cycle with the Lucas formula and only spend like 40 or $50 on nutrients for, for an entire run. Cool, cool. And uh, you also recommend uh, changing the reservoir once a week and topping it off daily with pH-adjusted water, right? That's right. Um, you know, like you don't add nutrients during the week. Once a week, you empty the reservoir, fill it up with a full nutrient solution. But daily, as you have to add water to the, the reservoir to keep it to keep it topped off you do that with the hydrogen peroxide cool well now if people are choosing not to use the uh general hydroflora line is there a place online where they can get a full nutrient uptake profile chart do you know we have uh some information on hightimes.com slash lucas formula i believe is that the url that we published it's slash lucas slash before. lucas hightimes.com slash lucas uh that page has links and information uh and feeding charts to, to help you figure out how to best feed your plants. So even if you're using advanced nutrients or canna or something else, you can you can go there and see what amounts you should be using to do the proper <clears throat> Lucas formula? Yeah, I mean, as long as your nutrient containers have the labeling that shows you what percentage and part per million of NPK and the other micronutrients, you can figure out how to t use it in a Lucas application. And, and people can use this with soil as well, as long as they uh, don't do the hydrogen peroxide. You can, part. yeah, that should that wouldn't be a problem. Hydrogen peroxide in soil is probably not the best idea. Hmm. Okay, well, one last question. Why is it called the Lucas formula? I don't know, you know, maybe you could tell me that. You're <laughs> the expert named here, after right? Some guy named Lucas. I would imagine I'm that, assuming yeah. it's probably named after a guy named Lucas. It could be an yeah. acronym. Yeah. <laughs> could yeah. be an acronym. That's yeah. true too. All well, right. thanks so much for, for helping us out with the cultivation tip. Actually, that was so much fun. Uh, would you mind sticking around for the Q&A, maybe helping us out with that? I can do some Q&As. Brilliant. All right. Well, this is my favorite part of the entire show, where Dan, and now I guess Craig for this one, uh, answers readers' questions on air. So let's get started with some questions. Okay, question one uh, from... First of all, I should say, uh, you can get in touch with us, freeweed at hightimes.com. You could also reach Dan on Twitter, at Danny Danko. Use the hashtag freeweed. Send questions there, and we will answer them on the show. From Doug in uh, Hawaii, uh, I grow outdoors, and my question is about drying. I can't use air conditioning where I live, and drying always finishes in four to five days. This seems like too fast to dry, and my buds don't seem to sweat when they go into jars to cure. Any suggestions on drying, slowing down drying without AC? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say a humidifier, uh, which you could pick up for under 100 bucks, um, pretty cheaply at almost any sort of hardware uh, retail outlet. Uh, a humidifier will, will definitely slow it down for you. Um, if you can't have a humidifier for the same reason that you can't have the AC, um, there are ways to raise ambient humidity uh, 
you know, it's as easy sometimes as just having, uh, so you know, a, a bucket of water on top of a heater or something like that. I mean, these are short-term solutions, but you're only drying for a week or so anyway. Um, so that'll extend that process a little bit. Also, uh, a little bit less airflow. Uh, if you have fans that are blowing right directly onto the plants as they're drying, or if uh, even if you're just sucking a lot of air out, you're going to be bringing that drier air in. And so <coughs> you can actually let the buds dry a little slower by not quite moving so much air through the room. Well, if, if the problem you're trying to address is that you're taking it out of your drying room and putting it into jars for your final cure and they're way too dry at that point, you know, you could maybe just shave a day off your drying process too. You know, there's no written rule that says it has to be hanging for a week before it goes in jars. It hangs until the stems snap, until it's in the proper condition to go in a jar. Right, right. So, so basically trial and error is what we're suggesting here. Yeah, yeah, if you actually want to slow the drying process down, you're going to have to raise the humidity one way or the other. But if you, uh, you know, if you want to get into the curing process at, at the moment when your plants are perfectly uh, ready to do that, then you're just going to have to do it before they become bone dry and then put them in the, in the jars when there's still some moisture in them, even if it was only a five, or five days. I dry. think also probably when you're rushing the, the drying process a little bit in a situation like that, you probably want to pay extra attention to your flush. It becomes a lot more important if you don't have as much time for let that thing hang and mellow, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. I, I hope that helps Doug, a.k.a. the Green Flash. And uh, let's move on. We, we got a guy who's, a, who's getting a little bit frustrated with his grow. Uh, he says, hi, Danny and Mike. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I've been spending a lot of money on my grow, and every time I run into a different problem, this time it's little black flying bugs, maybe gnats. I'm not sure. I mostly see them in the soil. Uh, I bought Fox Farm Ocean Forest, which isn't cheap. Uh, I've used neem oil with water and a little dish soap and flypaper, but I've seen no improvement. Uh, do you guys have any tips on how I can get rid of these bugs? It does sound like uh, like they're fungus gnats. Uh, there's a few different ways to, to get rid of them. Uh, one of them is not to allow them to live in that top sort of layer of moist soil mix. If, if you uh, water from the top, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the first inch or two of soil mix where there's not a lot of roots there. It's just sort of uh, a wet uh, breeding ground for these mites or for the uh, gnats. And so you can actually bottom feed the plants um, by giving them their, their nutrients from below. Uh, it's one way to avoid having that area constantly be wet at the top. Um, there's a great product called N Natural with a G, um, with a silent G. Um, and that's uh, something that you soak the soil with uh, that kills off the babies of the gnats and, and interrupts their breeding cycle. Um, so natural is something I would, I would definitely recommend. Um, little yellow sticky traps will also you know, take out the few that are already flying around, but the problem with that is that like, I, like most uh, of the pests that plague our pot gardens, uh, they're practically born pregnant, so the life cycles are very, very quick. And if you see them flying, that means there's plenty of babies there as well. Yeah, if you, if you got a serious problem that you can't get get to go away, I always recommend total warfare. Take down that garden, you know, chemical burn. burn the yeah. hell out of that thing. <laughs> Make sure nothing can live in it, and then 
move back in and, and keep your fingers crossed that they don't reinvade. Now, sometimes yeah. that really is the only thing you could do is just uh, kill it all. Well, like, I hear scratch. a lot of people who are always saying, I tried neem oil, I tried that, and they're talking about one grow, and they tried five things, and why would you even want to smoke it at that point? Right, you know, you may right. as well just slash the whole thing down and yeah. really make sure the problem's taken care of before you move on to your next crop. On this show, we always talk about, you know, preventative measures, trying to stop that from actually happening. But once it happens... You know, there's not a whole lot you can do sometimes. Yeah. So. And I know it's a tough thing for a lot of people to do to slash down all their babies, but you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes this is war. War ain't pretty. There's definitely times when you do need to do that. And, uh, you know, fungus gnats are, are mostly annoying. I mean, yeah, they their larvae will nibble on the roots and they, they can cause some problems, but they're they're not nearly as, as devastating as a spider mite or a thrip uh, invasion. So, yeah. you know... Um, the natural and keeping that top layer of soil uh, dried out more often will help you reduce that population pretty heavily. All right. Well, good luck, Rucko. Sorry it's so frustrating, mm. but we're all hoping that you uh, eventually have a great crop that you'll enjoy. And let's move on. Uh, again, free weed at high times. This comes from Corey. Uh, if phosphorus is beneficial for root growth, but also has high levels, I'm sorry. Uh, but also high levels stop beneficial bacteria from colonizing and growing in numbers. What can you do to equal that out? Bloom newts have high phosphorus levels that potentially immobilize beneficials. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, always err on the side of caution. And like we discussed earlier with the Lucas formula, you really don't want to overdo it with any any of your nutrients, including phosphorus. Um, and potassium, which are the ones that you really want to have during the flowering period. Um, as far as the beneficials, uh, you know, you, you, you want to have those throughout the vegetative and the flowering uh, cycle. But when you're sort of nearing the end of your grow, they're not quite as important anymore. So in that third through sixth week or so of flowering, uh, the phosphorus is probably more important at that point than having a lot, uh, you know, a vibrant, uh, beneficial uh, bacteria source in, in your mix. Um, but, but it evens out because, honestly, uh, you'd have to do a, give it a lot of phosphorus to kill all your beneficials off. Uh, so, yeah, I would just say, um, you know, use half of what the nutrient bottle recommends and you should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I double what he's just saying. You know, most of those nutrient labels tell you how many parts per million to put into your solution and they figure it out on how far you can push this without killing your plants like what they when they tell you 15 milliliters per gallon or whatever 18 milliliters per gallon will probably kill your plant but you probably should be putting in four or five because those labels are designed to sell nutrients um so like dan saying start low build up and then do things slowly you know anything you do is going to take you a week to 10 days to see any real results from so if you do something today and you don't see changes tomorrow don't do something else you know just wait give it a little time and see what happens absolutely all right well thank you Corey, and good luck with that uh, we got time for one more oh yeah all right a train writes us again free weed at high times uh, i just found out about your show through the podcast and i've been listening to about five ep episodes per day wow that seems like a little bit much <laughs> um, love all the grow talk uh, are there any drawbacks to planting multiple clones in one pot say for example four clones in a five gallon pot and veg for three to four weeks what do you guys think mm. yeah i mean the drawbacks are that your roots are competing with each other so uh one of the plants is going to dominate 
the other three and uh, you're you're definitely better off if you're gonna especially vegging for three or four weeks uh, giving each plant its own five gallon container and really letting those roots get out and about because once once they realize that they're competing with these other roots and other plants they're gonna basically try to choke choke each other out and you're ha- you'll have a little underground war going on and when they don't have that then they really reach out and 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 you know you get much better nutrient uptake when uh, the plant's not thinking that it's in competition with another plant so you're saying just get some more pots more pots yeah Yeah, i mean each plant should really have its own individual well there's another pitfall to going in that one giant pot thing uh if you have a root problem or a a pest problem your entire garden is going to be affected at once rather than having five or ten individual specimens to deal with where yeah you know and i mean that's not to say i haven't seen successful gardens where you know it's a it's a plant bed and there's a bunch of plants all all in the same uh you know bed of of, uh of soil but usually they really have a lot of room uh for each plant to extend the root system outwards and downwards in order to get the biggest plant possible and that's really what we all are after all right well thank you a train those are the drawbacks uh, so hopefully that helps thanks uh, to craig and of course dan as always for answering those questions if you'd like to get your question answered on this show you could reach us at freeweed at hightimes.com or on twitter at danny danko hashtag freeweed at mike hughes underscore of course craig what are you you're just at high times at high underscore times underscore mag nice all right well (laughs) that does it for the cultivation segment stick around we're going to come back and put a bow on it all right all right welcome back again and uh I guess that's it for episode 34. We're wrapping it up now with the raw papers. Yes, at Free Weed, we wrap it up with raw, as always. Right on. Well, thank you so much uh, to Craig for coming on, talking about the ad network and and a little bit of extended cultivation talk as well. That was great. Yeah. Thank you to Mr. Kyle Cushman. Um, Thanks to Swerve for that uh, Deadhead OG. We will uh, we'll be seeing you guys all in Los Angeles, February 16th and 17th. Hope you can make it. It's going to be epic. It's the High Times Medical Cannabis Cup in Los Angeles for the second year in a row. Check out medcancup.com for more info on that. We've got that free weed promo code there, too, for 15% off. And don't miss the live free weed. It's going to yeah. be 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, February 16th. So come and check that out. Dan and I will both be there with a great cultivation panel. Yeah, mention the show. Get a free <laughs> sticker. And, uh, yeah, we're excited for that. And we're excited for that show uh, later that night with the game and our friend Reggie Noble, a.k.a. <laughs> the Funk Doc the Spock, Red Man himself. So that's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And, of course, the awards show on Sunday and, you know, all the all the growers are going to be there. It's, it's an exciting time. Absolutely. Looking know, forward to the weather there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to here. It's sure. really cold here. Yeah. And I know Swerve's got some surprises and, and uh, Subcool's got some surprises in store. Cushman. Every, I mean, it's a meeting of the minds. We're going to be inundated with uh, all the dabs and buds we can possibly consume. So I'm excited for our Los Angeles Cannabis Cup. Hope to see you there. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out episode 34, and uh, we will see you uh, again at some point. Absolutely. That's a wrap. Yep. Yeah.